Hello, listeners. This is Very Best of Living with Dr. Taylor Hartman. I'm here with my colleague, Kathy Larson. Hi, Kathy. Hello, Taylor. How goes it? It goes well. I'm excited about this time of year and what we're doing. And we have just finally gotten through the four colors and what they mean and how how come they're all important to us. Yes. Yes. And so now we talk about character. What are your thoughts when you first think about character, Kathy? Um, I feel with character, it's depth and it's, um, it's depth. It's a person's depth and it's something that means the word integrity comes up for me and I'm, and I, I don't know, yes. I, I don't know why I'm just kind of going with my gut right here. It's yep. like, that's what comes up for me. Integrity, you know, saying and doing and having your insides match your outsides is kind of the way I feel. See, I like that. I also like the word depth. That's very good. Yes. My, my, my favorite book uh, that I wrote was the people code. And mm-hmm. the reason probably is because I, as a yellow, I love this stark insight. It's simple. It's so profound. It's easy to use. But my wife, who's a blue, her favorite book is The Character Code. And it's because of the word depth that you talked about. It resonates. Mm-hmm. It's integrity. It goes much deeper. And it actually adds a dimension to the, the people code and the color code that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah, I think it's interesting when, for me anyway, when you look at this world of um, how to really do some different things and how, I'd love for you to spend uh, just a minute, Taylor, talking about the evolution of the psychology of this strengths assessment and and the self-help, which I really, I really don't like that word, um, actually, because I think it I think it minimalizes some things, but I'd like you to talk if you have some insights about like the evolution and where, when you started, was it? And where is it now in your mind? Wow. It's so fun. It takes me back. I guess one of the beauties of getting older is you really do have some perspective looking back at what happened. So when I first wrote um, the color code, which is now the people code, I, I have to tell you, I was looking for answers that I could use across the board. To help mm-hmm. people get better. Like rather than talking to a red as though they're a yellow, talk to them as a red. You'll be much more effective. And right. so that was a just a phenomenal breakthrough in my work that I was doing. So I have to tell you what happened with the character piece is I was speaking at a large uh, organization. And yeah. after I was done, I had talked about um, Patrick Henry. So if anyone knows much about Patrick Henry in uh, American history – He was a very successful businessman, and uh, he was making tons of money. He was slated to run for president of the United States. He was probably going to win. He was very well-liked and successful. His Mm -hmm. wife became mentally ill, and in those days when you were mentally ill, you were seen as almost like there was something spiritually wrong with you. Like possessed um, or something. And possessed, correct, and and often put in you know, sanitariums where they treated them horribly and um, they were put away for life. And he did not want that to happen to this, his wife. And so he literally, literally closed the curtains on his life, his career, his political aspirations, everything, and took care of her until she died a death of dignity. It's a remarkably loving story. So I'm telling this story about this blue man who made this commitment to his wife, uh, Mm -hmm. which is what a blue would do. After the lecture, a man came up to me who was a historian. He goes, I loved the insights you shared about 
personality, but you're not correct about Patrick Henry. I said, what? He goes, Patrick Henry was as red a man as you could be. And Kathy, I remember just sitting there stunned. I'm like, well, now wait a minute here. That doesn't fit with my box of red. Like that doesn't make sense to me. So that began a whole nother doctorate of research for me. Like I was fascinated by how could this red man be so blue? And what I discovered was the character code, which was so exciting for me to identify that there are people who take what they are and then they transcend themselves to a higher level for the good of others. A a remarkable kind of like transformation that people can make. They don't have to stay stuck as just as they were born. They can actually enhance what they were born with to a higher level. So in researching him, I had a client at the time that I was seeing, and he was so thoughtful. Like he would, he would, he would always call me when he was late ahead of time to let me know that he was going to be a little late, but he'd be there. Totally mm-hmm. red man, very successful in business, ran a construction company, and yet he was struggling. It was like he was not doing so well as a red man would do. He was having affairs, he was drinking, and and I, I said, "Well, why are you not getting divorced?" And he goes. I would never do that. Well, as I dug into him, having just heard what I'd heard about Patrick Henry, mm-hmm. I discovered that this man had gone to a military academy, had mm-hmm. failed, and was so embarrassed by what he had done to his parents by failing that he promised he would never let them down again. So when he came home and got married and worked in the business, which he hated, the marriage was miserable, the work was miserable, he could not abandon them. And so he gave up himself for them. Now, unlike Patrick Henry, he went south. He went the wrong way. But I realized he was not really a red. He was a blue who was acting red, but the truth of his core was different than what he was acting. So then I started realizing, well, how many other people are acting outside of who they really are for good and or for bad reasons? Who else is doing that kind of thing? And that's when congruence became such a critical part of my work. Like understanding is somebody truly congruent to their true selves and to their higher self, or are they incongruent? Does that make sense? Yeah, total. Yeah, for sure. Like you're looking at this, um, you know, you, you bring up so many important points is first of all, like, you know, why you identify as a color that might not be yours. Right. And then what happens when that inside outside process is um, wearing that you know, not connecting with your feelings, not connecting with your motive. Correct. Like that we just talked about those four motives that you don't really, you're not living, you're not living that motive. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. And it's kind of fun. Personally, I could relate to that because I was raised by a very red mother and I thought I was red. Now, just so you know, I love the red that I have developed. I love it. I think Mm -hmm. it's terrific. But at first I thought that was me instead of being my yellow. And that's not healthy. What's healthy is when you embrace your core true motives, and then you add to it things that build your character. See, the, the, the ultimate goal here is how can I bless lives of others? What can I do to make others' lives better? And if I'm limited just to my core, I'm limited in what I can offer. It's still great, but it's not as good as it could be. Patrick Henry was still great as a red, but when he added that blue dimension, he became greater. 
So see, I think that's really important. Hold on, because I think this is the this is the um, the heartbeat of this for me. Mm-hmm. As you just said that, I kind of get that thing that happens. You know, you get the shivers. Yes, it's like wh- say that again. You're okay, and just say it one more time because I think it's so important. <laughs> so what I want people to understand is that you are great as you are in your core. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. It's terrific. However, it is less than you could be if you could add other gifts from other colors to your core. You're actually enhancing your capability of blessing lives more so if you can add other gifts you didn't come with. Yeah, I love that. Because it's so, you know, it is so easy to go, you know, for every color to go, well, this is great. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, especially now where it's yes, like, yes. um, you know, accepting who you are and, and just be who you are. And I think that is, is exactly what the color code does is that get yourself. Yes. But now you're talking about this dimension that really helps you be um, in service and create. That's the only way to create a, a true relationship anyway. Right. You're right. Isn't that, isn't that where this goes? Yeah. If you can't get over yourself, then you're never going to have intimacy. You can't really. Right. Intimacy is always right. equality. Right. I think back to, to my, uh, I, I was a student at Brigham Young University, Kat. I was a, a wild child. I mean, I had an Afro before Afros were in. I truly had this you had an afro. afro? Yeah, an Afro, totally. Like a big, big hair, did, right? Did you have a fro pick? Did you have a pick that you picked your Afro? <laughs> no, they didn't have picks in those days. <laughs> <laughs> it just had an Afro, right? And, and I would literally go to school like barefoot. Uh, I mean, and Brigham Young University is pretty conservative. Button down, yeah. I'm in my master's degree program. My teacher is the dean of students, meaning she could kick me out of school because I'm not adhering to the rules, right? Oh, my God. And I'll never forget this woman. She pulled me aside and said, can I talk with you for a minute after class? And she pulled me aside and said, "Um, Taylor, I want to tell you a story. And this woman shared such personal things. She said, when I was your age, I didn't trust men. So I didn't date. Instead, I would go to the rat labs with an oversized man's coat and a man's watch. And I would go down there and do research all weekend. I would never make myself available for social connection. I got so caught up in my fear of dating that today I live with two dogs and myself. And that's the extent of my life because of a choice I made at your age. Now, I'm telling you this only because I love your gift with people. It's a remarkable gift of insight you have. I've seen it already. I know what you could do for people, but you seem so caught up in being a rebel. It's so important for you to let people know they can't tell you how to dress or what to wear. And I, I, I don't remember when, when I would have been more stunned. I mean, I was like, okay. And that moment, my life changed. At that moment, I said, she's right. I'm making something unimportant too important. And it's going to take me away from what my life could be about. But her humility and her vulnerability of sharing her story is what touched me. And I have to tell you, when I first wrote my, my first book, and I was back mm-hmm. speaking about it close to the campus of Brigham Young University, guess who was at the front row? Oh. That woman. That woman <laughs> that literally awesome. changed my life. So her character influenced my character in a way that was, it was not condemning. It was not rude. It was not selfish. It was very giving and vulnerable and impactful. So I I love, I love the goal of character is for us to look at what's really important versus what we have made important. 
that may not be, right? And it's hard work. Like, this is not easy to do. Uh, this is when people kind of go, you know what? You know, have you ever done like weight loss or or uh, working out to f- get fitness or whatever? And, mm-hmm. you know, it feels great uh, the first little while. Some don't last very long. But why are, why are gym memberships always like, like all the people that really go to the gym, like genuinely go? They're like, oh, we hate January. We hate it. It's overcrowded. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. But they're like, yes. wait till February. It'll be fine. They'll all be gone. <laughs> exactly. And it's true. They are gone. <laughs> but the truth is, those people that are really truly fitness oriented, right? Uh, right. They, they don't quit after a month. They're into it for the long haul. That's right. the same with character building. I mean, if you really are sincere about this, you're going to come up against some challenges. We'll talk about it in our next podcast. But you're going to be struggling. And you have to think of the long game. Like, what is my goal here? Am I really, truly wanting to get better? Uh, so I have to tell you this this great story. This woman comes to see me. She's totally yellow, total yellow. And she is adorable and funny. And she mm-hmm. said, okay, so I, my boyfriend is struggling with um, uh, being like communicating. He doesn't really say things that I need to hear more often. Mm-hmm. So this week, because it was his mother's uh, anniversary of her death and he'd lost a child, and his um, wife's going to jail. Um, he's really having a hard week. And so I never made it about me. Not once. I didn't, I didn't demand that he talk to me. I didn't push the envelope. I mean, Taylor, there are like two days he didn't call me. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this, honestly thinking, I need to get a gold star and just put it on her forehead. She is like so proud of herself for not being about herself. <laughs> when this man's got a, just a barrage of issues in his life, you'd think she'd be more yes. aware, right? She says to me, I've done this now for a week. So how long do you think I have to do this until I can say to him, <laughs> you need to step up on your communication? <laughs> I, honestly, I, I was so stunned. I almost didn't know where to go. So, of course, we we're very, very honest. And I said, honey, do it for three months and then talk to me. Just three months. Make it not about you. And honestly, you could have seen the blood run out of her face. She's pale. She goes, three months? Are you kidding me? So it was a great example for me of how hard it is to character ourselves and, and really work on those things that are hard for us. It's not easily done, right? But that's oh, what no. it takes. Yes. If we're going to get better in, in, and really get character in life, we have got to pick those things that we are limited in and expose ourselves to a commitment that says, I will, I will champion this. I will win this. I will overcome this. And it doesn't happen well, overnight. Yeah, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, but, no. I, but as you're talking, it's like that piece of of us that, and I've done this, like the, the stuff that you want to hide or that you don't want to own, there's no way you can heal or grow or, or step into this character path as long as we're hiding it or disowning it and like pretending it doesn't matter. And so I think this is a good point is like, you know, like we look at strengths and limitations and, and that's why, because you have to own all parts of you to heal and to grow. Yes. I love what you just said. It irritates me. These other programs that only talk about your strengths. I'm like, yes, nobody gets fired or divorced because of the strengths. That's not how it happens. (laughs) No, that's right. I mean, why are we so afraid to look at our true self? Right. And you're right. You want the whole package, not just a piece of it. Right. But I think you're correct also that we're kind of a weak society. Like we've gotten to the point where nobody wants to hear negative. Just tell me how wonderful I am. Well, I'd like you to know you are wonderful, but you could be more wonderful if you would right. work on some of the things that are distractions. Just like my college professor 
She just was so great at saying, you could be more wonderful if you could get over this yourself. I mean, isn't that, I mean, and like you said, we all know what we're hiding. Well, and that's not true. I mean, <laughs> there are people that don't even know it's a limitation. That that's is true. Right. They're really difficult. You know, they don't even see it, right? But, but most of us know things we do that are damaging. Uh, I just had a, a wonderful email from a friend of mine. She's a, a recovering red and she's just terrific. And she's grown so much and she's got a new position with a law firm. And she goes, can you help me understand, help me, tell me how I can help this red woman who is disastrous. She is destroying people in our firm, but she's brilliant. She's so good at so many things, but she doesn't seem to understand how destructive she is. Can you help me? Give me some guidelines and some clues to help her. Now, when I met this woman, she was an alcoholic and she'd come so far in her life that now she's reaching out to help another red. It's just mind-blowing to me. And in that same group where I worked with her for a year, her boss and husband and wife boss, they didn't grow. They got scared of looking at themselves and they cut it off after a year. And so you never know who's going to pick the ball up and run with it and who's going to say too personal. Nope, too painful. I'm not doing it. So you've not, that, that's, that I think is one of the most interesting things. It's like, you, you can't say, well, I know, you know, all the blues are going to pick up and do it or all the, you know, yellows are going to run. It doesn't work that oh, way. What a great it? insight. No, it's so, you know, it's amazing to me. I've done this for 40 years. I yeah. cannot tell you when someone walks in my office, who's going to pick the ball up and who isn't. I can't. I mean, I can't. It's amazing to me. And some people that you're sure are never going to get this, they rise like you can't believe. Other people that seem so legitimate and committed fall off. They quit, right? It's, it's just remarkable, though. No, so to that point, every one of our listeners, you have the agency. You can choose to evolve or not. But just know at the end of the day, you will hurt people if you don't, including yourself. And you will bless people if you do, including yourself. But it does take oh, the so work. Good. That's just so good because I think I, I'm not quite sure. I believe it's uh, Brene Brown who does the, the researcher who does all the work on vulnerability. Yes. And what she says is where, where I don't know how we ever got there in our society, but I think it's around that. Um, why ever, why ever we felt it was a good thing to just, you know, look at the positives or, or give everybody a ribbon or, you know, yes. all of that conversation yes. Yes. That we've done yes. to ourselves and our children is that truth and clarity is kindness. And that wasn't, I don't think I was raised with that. Nope. I mean, I don't think truth and clarity were kindness. Truth, truth was almost um, something that, you know, I didn't want to hurt somebody. That's what I was taught or, or absorbed through something. I don't yes. know how I got it, but it's funny, isn't it? Because that's the only way to get to where we need to get to as you're talking and I'm listening. It's the only way to do it. You know, that's, I love you just said, I had a gal in my office the other day and she, she said her sister is yellow and she's blue. And she goes, my sister does not like the teachers who challenge her. If she can get them to give her a pass or give her a reason not, she doesn't have to do her homework, she likes them. They're her favorite. I, on the other hand, she said, I like the tough ones. They care more because they will give me challenges to my face. And I thought, you can imagine where I think their lives are going to go if that yellow girl, her sister, doesn't open up and say, I want to hear the tough stories. I want to grow. She'll stay very superficial all of her life. So in, in our society, we do kind of say everybody runs, everybody gets a ribbon. I mean, rather than saying, no, you did not run well. You need to work on that. Yeah, we're so afraid we're going to damage them with that. And really, we've done it in such a bigger way 
um, with with telling them, no, you're good. Yes. The, the you know, yep. you don't need to put any more effort into it. And, you know, it's like, I'm sure some of our listeners have been there, but I have to tell you, I mean, my probably my, just recently, as you're talking about truth is, and I'm, I'm telling the story because it was you who delivered the message is where, you know, as a yellow, um, I struggle with making sure I'm dependable and show up and show up the way that others think is um, dependable and committed, not Correct. just what I think as yeah, a yellow. Good. And I, and I work and I, you know, struggle with that, but you picked up the phone and said, you know, this person sees you this way. Yeah. What are you going to do? And I remember like feeling like I was building this fast brick wall and defending and yeah. I was building the wall really fast and really high as you were talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you, I mean, I get it. I get how scary it is and how I was sweating and my back hurt and I was sick to my stomach as yes. you were talking. Like, no, no, no. Stop. You know? Stop so, talking. So, so I so get it. And it's like, it does the sitting in it and the taking, taking that truth piece. But I know you and I know that I can trust you, your, your motive with me. And I think that's a critical piece of it too. That teacher that told you, you trusted her. Motive. Yes, you're right. That's a great insight. Okay. It's, it's, I, I really applaud somebody that can take negative feedback with a negative motive. That's pretty tough to do by the way, but it's so much more, yeah. it's so much more, it's easier to accept if you know the person's intent is legit. Just yes. what they're saying is hard. That's a good yes. point. I, and I, and I like the fact you said what you're saying when I was talking to you, I remember that conversation, by the way, I still remember it. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I, I I know how fast people can build the wall. Like it doesn't take Ugh. much. In fact, some people actually turn it on the person that's the messenger. Like, <laughs> like they're mad at the person who's telling them and instead of saying, thank you for educating me. Right. So I think it's important. We think, are we building walls and we build them most often against those we love the most. And that's really brutal. It was interesting. I have a, a couple, um, he's white and she's blue and he has been, having horrendous uh, sexual escapades outside of the relationship. And when it came out and she knew, she said something greater than me just kind of possessed me. And I went up to him and I took his hands in mine. And I, this is after they had a blowout, like they were done. They were divorcing, moving on. And in fact, she even said to me, I don't want to be one of those women that was fooled. Like it's dumb enough to think there's, they're in a great marriage and they're not, I don't want to be one of those. So you knew she was kind of like on that edge anyway, when this came out, she was going to be done. And she said, this thing came over her of such compassion. She goes, I love you. And he said, when she said that he broke, that's when he, the wall crumbled down. That's when he stopped the defenses. He stopped the. All the reasons he was doing what he was doing. Yes, the excuses, right? Exactly. That tender moment. And that's when he said, I started the character path. It was because of her. The person I had hurt the most is the one that set me on the path towards loving myself. So I love that. And I mean, all of these, all of these different kind of um, paths that we've talked about. So, so tell us about the character path, Taylor. Tell, Tell us about what it is. So we've talked earlier about the the four pillars, right? Your character, yes. healthy, unhealthy, sicko, right? Okay. Right. So the character path has to do, there's twofold. One, embracing gifts that are not yours naturally. So positives outside your core 
um, are character gifts that you, you collect. And then you can bless lives with those gifts once you embrace them. On the other hand, there are six steps to becoming truly a character person. And we'll talk about these one at a time. But okay. value self, like that's number one. Okay. You kind of draw it on a circle. Value self is two o'clock. And number at four o'clock, there is seek truth. And that's a capital T, truth. Mm-hmm. And then number three is clean up your motives and clean up your motives goes in the middle of the circle because every step goes through clean motives to be effective. Number four is focus your commitments. Okay. And, and that's about at uh, eight o'clock and at 10 o'clock it's uh, I'm sorry, that's at six o'clock at eight o'clock is discover balance. Mm -hmm. And at 10 o'clock is serve others. So the ultimate goal, as I, when I talk about the, the motive of the personality, right? Mm-hmm. This is the motive of character is to serve others. The ultimate motive is to bless those around you. As you lift others, you get lifted as well. So we'll be talking about uh, those six steps. And we're also going to talk about um, how you can go online and take the character profile. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. This is one of those 360s where you can actually fill out what you see yourself as strengths and limitations. And you can do this like annually to see if you're growing and progressing. And then you have others take it on you and you really get a much better perspective of how you are versus how you're seen, which is important. Oh yeah. It's, it's incredible. Uh, my husband and I do this every year on our anniversary. We do it. We do character do on each other every year nice. um, on May 26th because that's our anniversary. And, and it's just so funny because, you know, you just, you argue about, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to stop and yes. do that whole, you know, and, and even the stuff that I'm trying so hard to be that he doesn't recognize yes. yet. Yes. You, and that's it. That's, that's the key is this, like when you're, when you're doing the work yep. that there is no, you know, it's not, and, and we, and we are so sucked into that, man. It's like, you know, I get every day something on my email about, you know, lose 45 pounds in 35 days. Yes. You know, yes. this is not that. Yes. <laughs> Thank Oh my gosh. That's so good. It's so interesting what you just said. I First of all, I love how you guys argue those things because the truth of the matter is you can be working on something very, very hard, but the word is mostly. You have to mostly be that. So you may not yep. be able to circle it, but the truth is you know you've made huge progress towards yes. something, right? But the dialogue about that is what's so, what's so critical. Like I love being able to say, well, tell me why you don't see me as thoughtful. And then you talk about that. If you're open to that feedback, you can grow. If you're into defending yourself, that's the end of it. You're not going to go anywhere, right? So that's, those are the two key paths that we're going to talk about. Uh, okay. We want our listeners to know that's, your, that's what's coming up next. So um, thank you so much for being part of us. We love having you with us on this journey. Always a pleasure being with you, Kat, and very best of living to everyone. Thanks. Bye now. We'll see you next week. Hey, Color Code family, it's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350.
Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.